0: Welcome back to Bible Study, to Paul's letter to the Philippian church. And we are still in chapter one. Welcome back, John. So, uh, John, you're going to read from verse nine to verse twenty six. Yes, I am. And I'll pray. Uh, We're in chapter one, um, beginning at
1: verse nine. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offence till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. so that it it has become evident to the whole palace guard, and to all the rest, that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ, even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, Not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defence of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But uh, if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what shall I choose? I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, Having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better, nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you, and being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your and, beg your pardon, I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again
0: only. Is that? That's good. If that's 26. That's 26, yeah, yes. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Okay, let's pray. Lord, we uh, firstly thank you again for, for Paul, for his life, uh, for his writings. Thank you for the great encouragement we have even so many centuries later. Thank you, Lord, that your word is relevant to us in these days when there uh, are different challenges, but um, great challenges, and uh, challenges to the gospel, challenges to us as individuals. We pray, Lord, that everyone watching this Bible study will will be blessed and uplifted by these writings, Lord, that come from you through the hand of Paul. So we just thank you again for each other. Pray that you'll watch over us as we study your word. Amen. 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 Yeah, it's always difficult to know um when we get to the tail end of a bible study you know should we sort of <laughs> run for the the line of the fa- last few verses we we read which was sort of 9 10 11 uh, that we read last last week and we were very we were aware that we weren't going to make it. Yeah. Uh so uh, do it. Do we start in, in verse 9 and, and look again at, at the love, that your love may abound? Derek, you think touched so, on it. I but,
1: think so, and I yeah. seem to remember last week as we were wrapping up, I was talking about faith and I referred to the book of Hebrews, and I, I think it, 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 it's a good place to start with yeah. regard to this, because that sin that so easy besets, unbelief, um, and he- Hebrews talks about the evil heart of unbelief. Mm-hmm. That's how God sees it. And elsewhere, we're told that without faith, we cannot please God. And in Romans, it tells us that what is not of faith is sin. Mm-hmm. So you know, these are these are, are, are basics. And and. In order, you know, that our love may abound more and more, how? Through knowledge and discernment. Mm. If you don't have knowledge, then you will very, very slip into, mm. into unbelief mm. because you've got nothing to back it up except some sort of blind faith, which is no faith at all. We need knowledge in order to be able to dispel the heart of, the evil heart of unbelief, which will constantly try to attack
0: the believer through the yeah. accusation. So, so you've mentioned sort of Hebrews 11 and, and, and faith. It starts with, um, by faith, we understand that God created the universe. Yes. And, and it seems that that is, is such a foundational point. Yes. Because otherwise it's a sort of theoretical being... Or entity God is but but by grounding it and saying well he created the heavens and the earth it's it's faith in something that's pretty yes Mm. it is and Paul says gigantic and and the knowledge again so so there's a lot of knowledge today which does not um, in any way reference the knowledge of God Mm. it's just knowledge yes I mean, but that's I'm, not what we're talking about. No,
1: here. I mean, I'm amazed. You know, talk about what's going on today. How vast and wide the flat earthers are. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it's huge. I, I, I just, I, I, listen. I'm not saying they're a majority, but they're a vociferous minority. And uh, I mean, I'm by training a, a, a land surveyor. I know. I know from ge- yeah. observation yeah. that the earth is a, a, a spheroid, you know, it's it right. actually a geoid, but let's not get into that. Um, mm-hmm. It is round for all That's intents right. and purposes. And flat earth has had such amazing arguments to try and prove their point, but That's it's not it.
0: based on the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, this is really important to unpack because you can be absolutely convinced. You can, ha- Your knowledge can just extend to a to a certain area of study. And and let's say the the, the secular humanists or the great intellectuals of our time, they have a knowledge, but that isn't it's the knowledge of God. No. The flat earthers have a knowledge um, and there's quite a lot of material on the internet hoodwinking yes. people. Yes. Uh, and and but as soon as you, you actually try to sort of circumscribe your knowledge, let's say, <laughs> you know, to be a, a, a disk or something. Yes. You, you then have to argue to protect that knowledge yes. that you have. And so then you come up with bizarre uh, sort of defences. Yes. Different kind of apologia. It is. So, so I, I do know people and we, we, do, we all know people. Yes. I, I know a few people who... and, and I. Very sympathetically go through what they're saying, and not to in any way ridicule them, but for them to to actually try and weigh it up. It, because yes. the danger today is that it's so everything's so polarized. You you have your knowledge, and so anyone that's outside that knowledge must be, <laughs> you know, it's, it's attacking your the yes. whole basis. Yes. But be really careful. Yes. But I don't see that much difference between those who deny God with those who are flat earthers. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I haven't expanded on that, but I can, I can see that there is a, a commonality between those who, who say, right, I have my scientific area of research within this very tightly circumscribed area, and I'm, I'm not going to accept anything outside that because God is beyond yes. you know, th- this little area of study. Mm. Um, we have an Oxford academic here, yes, yes. so, so I'm just Academy trying to too. cue um, Derek on this <laughs> point about knowledge and the knowledge of God and, and the, all, the, all the many... There's no end to the writing of books. All the knowledge of man mm. and man's dealings and man's work um,
2: is it, quite a
0: difference
2: um, scale order of message and uh, Paul is talking about the knowledge of God, I would say first of all yeah because uh, and secondly because love and knowledge do go together in the sense that you can only love God as much as you know God, mm. and we know God through his word, mm. so in reality, you can only love a person as much as you know them, mm. so as you grow to know them, hopefully you will grow to love them more. So Paul is putting love first here. So knowledge by itself just puffs up, and, oh, yes. and partly what you're talking about there, and you know, there's a sense in which let's we're picking on the flat earthers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a sense in which they get an emotional reward, but it's a really it's a puffing up mm-hmm. that I know something that yeah. normal people don't understand. You know, and it's actually the pride. Of being puffed up, mm. of having this special knowledge. That's right. So we have to be careful of that because we're all vulnerable for, to that in different ways. Yeah. Um, but what Paul is putting first is love, mm. um, because the wrong kind of knowledge can just lift us up in pride. Mm. Yes. So he does emphasize that we should first of all endeavor to grow in love. Mm-hmm. But that's only possible as we grow in knowledge of God, particularly a knowledge of His Word, because uh, otherwise, that love has no basis, it has no foundation. like you said, yeah. no f- faith, faith and love work together. Yeah. So the more we know about God, we, the more we will love him. But also in loving people, in growing to love people, we can't you know it is as you get to know a person, you're able to to love them with accuracy, with discernment. Yeah. So if you don't know them, you 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 don't know how practically you can help them. But if you actually know them and you know their needs, um, uh, you know, for instance, John with you know, caring for his, his wife, you know, he, he knows her in and out. He knows what she needs. So I, I could come in, but I probably wouldn't be very useful if, even if I, God gave me that a special love for her. But you know what she needs. And so your love and your knowledge of her flow together. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I feel like. It's knowledge that is detached from love is is just puffs up that's right so may i say
0: it you know sort of because i know and love some people who who do go along with the flat earth i'm I'm sort of i try to sort of empathize with them a bit because they do love the lord Mm. uh and there's just some it's a there is a puffing up I, i have met some who love to have that extra that that edge leg up on on you and they know more and then you, oh, you don't understand because, you know, have you thought about, you know, centrifugal force and, you know, we would not all, all be pinged off the planet if, you know, the speed that the planet's spinning and that sort of stuff. But, no, there is some who are puffed up, but there are some who I think um, love the Lord and are hurting from being marginalised as as a Christian so they take refuge in a more extreme position because what's the difference between... Uh, In in their mind, emotionally, from being an outcast because you believe in the Bible or even believe in creation, it's just a little bit further to say, well, I'm an outcast anyway, so I'll um, I'll push, you know, that you you almost make a virtue of being marginalised. So you'll choose something that's that's on the margins um, because it's on the margins, not because it's true. You know I don't know it's an emotional thing, so you can, you can get mixed up um from the the wrong type of motivation, but you you are uh, but they do love the Lord, but I think you made a point last week um Derek, about you know a kind of which is not what I'm talking about, but a kind of superficial love so there's a love based on the knowledge of God a mm-hmm. knowledge of God based on the love of God you know there's a depth there which is not just intellectual. Here. And as you g- gain gr- greater knowledge, you know, I,
1: I'll never forget when Derek was talking about um, how Jesus, you know, the reason that n- nobody could touch him until he descended to heaven and that he was the first fruits offering. I'd never seen that before. And I, you know, it's this sort of thing that just you go, wow, yeah. wow. And, and, and it's just wonderful. And as you grow in the knowledge, as the, as the word reveals to you that and gives you the knowledge of God you just it just absolutely awesome I don't really have the words mm. to say what yeah. it is but you you know you just love him and love the knowledge of him mm. and that and that informs you know what you see about you
2: mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. and in terms of our particular culture war I think this verse particularly applies yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that it's talking about love but the world has an idea of what what love means is well, I just have to agree with and affirm everything yeah you, you choose to do, yeah. you know that's what it means to to love someone yeah and and he, he, that's why Paul adds knowledge, which is knowledge what God approves of and what God does not approve of yeah. of what is genuinely good yeah. and what is not good or and what is harmful, because yeah. if God says something is sin, it's because he knows it will. He does it not to spoil our life, but because he knows that thing will yeah. will end up destroying your life, because he loves you, and, and discernment. Absolutely. So in other words, there is, love is discerning, true love is discerning, Sorry. and so Paul is making that clear, that it's right that we are discerning, you know, because... Mm. Then you get accused. Oh, you're judging me. That's right. You know why are you telling me off for committing adultery? You're judging yeah, me. That's right. You know, no. But true love is discerning. It is yeah. saying, you know, that that is wrong yeah. and that is harmful to you. And that's so we've got to overcome this cultural idea that uh, to love means just to say everything's fine. And there is that people make a virtue out of not judging,
0: and not discerning, and not discriminating. And I've, I've sort of discussed with some of these folk who, who propose these sort of pro- progressive ways of thinking um, that um uh, it's what makes us human so you i'm ta- again i'm talking to people who aren't talking about god but i'm just saying what distinguishes humans from animals it's that we discriminate we discern mm. we, we we choose between what's what's right and what's wrong and i, I was with a um it was with a PSHE teacher actually, and I asked her um, about what they were um, going to be teaching in the following term. She said, "Oh, discrimination." So I got onto this subject, you see, which was great. And and but then after saying, "Look, we you know uh, by being human, okay, uh, we we're not animals. We don't. We're not just driven by instincts. We we, we um, you could say love is just is just like an animal instinct. No, but we." We actually discriminate. We discern between what's right and wrong. And then this lady said to me, "Well, it's wrong." And it was one of the great line vintage lines she came mm-hmm. up with. It's wrong to make moral judgments. <laughs> and, and I just, I just, did, I, did, I knew as soon as she said it, yes. she had completely contradicted that she had made a moral judgment yes. that is wrong to make a moral judgment. And yes. the point is that it's absolutely part of who we are. Morality, distinguishing between what's right and wrong, is actually uh, uh, is human. Yes. Aside from us humans being made in God's image and it being spiritual as well, it, it is something that distinguishes humanity from the rest of the animal kingdom?
1: And and obviously, as Christians with the knowledge of God, uh, God's will, we, we are we are able to do that. But I we are able to do it better than others, but you know, it's it's a bit like Romans 1, uh, uh, where the, Paul talks about what God has put in us, yeah. because here Paul is saying that we can discern those things that are excellent. Now, you go to an unbeliever, or an unbeliever's put in argument, he's actually capable of doing this to a degree. Now, he might want to commit adultery. He might really, really want to commit adultery, but if you say to him, is that excellent mm, is that the most excellent thing you could do he would i, I think m- most of the time he'd have to say mm. no it's not because it's what god has put in every human being and uh, you know the, this thing about not judging is just a cop out yes a complete cop out It's ridiculous isn't it yes it doesn't bear close exa- because examination we all live all.
0: within a framework of law what they're yes. really saying is they want to change
1: yes you know
0: but they What's know it's right not excellent.
1: They know it's not
0: excellent. Yeah. They're just I think fighting with regard action. Right. Deep down. That's do a really know. important one, because in, in the, um, uh, the entrance to the BBC, well, was it was an important um, place, and then they've made this wonderful, grand new entrance, but they, they have the statue of the sower, and they have a quote from, I think it was Wreath, or, or certainly from the founding um, you know, fathers of the BBC, Quoting the scriptures, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy, you know, we 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 will sow these seeds. Mm. That's great. Yes, I'm not sure they're actually following that. No, they're not today. It was, was, I'm pretty sure it was. But but we had some wonderful foundations, Mm. and yeah, that's that's very good actually for Paul to 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 set the highest mark. Whatever is excellent, it's not just whatever will get you through the day. choosing what's
2: excellent yes because he is um it's important to god not just that we pray for love to to abound yeah because the fact paul's praying for this tells you this is important to god yeah we pray for love but also we must pray for discernment yeah to so that we're free from any cultural type stuff but god gives us that spirit of discernment yeah yeah. And, but I love also the positive thing in verse 10 when he says, you may approve the things that are excellent. Yeah. This is the word docismo, which is talking about testing things with a view to approving them. Mm. Um, you, know, you know, testing a metal to, to see that it's, it's pure and, yeah. and right. So I love that attitude, which is, you know, because some people are kind of cynical and they're out to, you know, to test you know that. let's say a preacher and they'll just find one thing that he said yep. and that becomes the basis for saying you know rubbish yep. you know that's they're t- they're, what they're doing there is they're not doing that they are testing with a view to disqualify that's right you know they they're coming with the wrong attitude so i like that positive attitude you yes we want to find things to approve mm. we we want to you know but we we apply the test yes and and that which is of God will be excellent yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's
0: it, as you say, it's in the positive, he's not saying so that you can disapprove of what is yeah. terrible yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a completely yeah. different way of looking at it, exactly, exactly. Yeah. and I,
2: I think that's a healthy attitude to have, yeah you know because yeah. I think some quote discernment ministries yeah. you know they're out to look for anything yeah. that they can yeah. uh, you know and. and you know, we're all fallible, and we're all capable yes. of, the, you know, and and it's just the wrong attitude. Yeah. We we should be looking for what we can approve, but if we do, obviously find some impurity, yeah, yeah. by all means, we we need to, you know, mm. get cleanse that. Mm. But um, our basic posture should be, you know, mm. positive, yeah. rather than to always yeah. be, be destructive, you know.
0: That's right. And
2: the, the other one is that it's, it's
0: striving for uh, not just getting by or, or finding a sort of happy compromise. It's, I, I, I won't go into the details, but there was a, there was a, a, a situation at Halford House with Lance Lambert where, where all the brothers had, um, had basically approved of what was sort of legalistically... Okay, you know you you can do this, and, and we won't we won't frown on it. And I remember Lance uh, said to it was it was a, a an older member of the congregation, but I heard this anecdote. He said, "Yes, that what the brothers have said is is actually accurate, but it's not God's highest way." Yeah, yes. you know, And the highest way is something beyond what you know what you can get through with that will you know cover you. And, yes, you know, you, you, and you can. It's, it's beyond that, it's beyond a compromised mm. position. You approve of what is excellent and then pure. I mean, these are really high. He, he's, he's, he's saying, it's it part of his prayer, that they, they will really reach something that's excellent, that's pure, that's blameless.
2: Excellency, you see, and primarily it's about ourselves. We shouldn't settle for anything less than excellency. Yeah. And there's two aspects in this verse that's quite interesting. One is in our heart motivations, mm-hmm. and one is in our outward actions. It mm-hmm. okay, covers them both here. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we must not settle for anything less than excellency. Yeah. You know, and, and, and really, to pray for God's grace, yeah. you know, to, to, yeah. to bring that forth. The sincere word here is to do with motivation. Yeah. It's an interesting word, actually, mm-hmm. if I can pronounce it. It's highly crinase. And that is related to the word for the sun. And the idea is, you let's say a glass of wine might look all right, or, or any kind of liquid. But if you hold it up to the sunlight, yeah. will it be crystal clear or will it be all cloudy, yeah. is for example. So in other words, our, our motivations, our heart, can we hold them up to the light? Mm. And will they stand the test? Will they, That's very good. Will, are we transparent?
0: Yeah, it's very, very or good. Are we, I remember. All cloudy.
2: You know? It keeps triggering my,
0: you know, <coughs> childhood memories. We we used to have uh, a brother called Billy Strachan uh, from Cape and Ray Hall. He used to run Cape and Ray Hall. It's a Bible college up in, up in the, Lancashire. He used to come every year to do a, a week of mission at my school. And I remember um, sitting with him as we were preparing because I was, I think I I was in, in sixth form in those years. And I remember him reading about sincerity. Mm. And he drew out the fact that you were, could have statues in those days that, had, that were actually waxed over, that, weren't, that, that had cracks within yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And he said, when you hold them up to the sun, you see that they're flawed. And, and so he said that sincerity could be uh, termed without wax. Yes, because it, That it wasn't
2: fake. Yes. That's the English word. Yes. Sin, without, based on the Latin, sincere, without yep. wax. Without wax, so there we are. Because they would put, to, to cover the cracks, yep. they would put on yep. this wax yep. to make it look normal. Yep. But when the heat was applied, That's it. the wax would melt and it yep. would show. So again, it's, it's that idea of. Yeah, we might put on a front, yep. like we, all our motivations are pure and we're doing this for all the right reasons, but actually a lot of it is wax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, but if, it was he, if we're held up to the light or the heat,
0: yeah.
2: the, the truth is revealed. So we, Paul is praying you know, that we would be so filled with love and discernment that in a sense we apply discernment to ourselves, that mm. we're honest with ourselves mm. when, when our motivations aren't right. Yeah. You know, and we don't fool ourselves. And so, we ask so, God to cleanse our hearts yeah. and, and to remove that mm. insincerity.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, that, um, just read your version, because I've got another one in front
2: of me. So in verse 10, it says... That you may be sincere and without offence. Good, yeah. okay. And that's, the, the without offence, by the way, is, yeah. is, is the outward actions. That's the, the you are blameless. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea here is that, that there was nothing in your life that would cause others to stumble. Mm. You know, in other words, it's, it's, yes, it starts with the heart attitude, but it's also in what mm. we do. Mm. Is it excellent? Mm. Or is it something that would cause others to, to mm. stumble? And so it's interesting that God's interested in both sides yeah. of that. Yeah. Obviously the motivation, but also the outward yeah. thing is important too especially as it affects other people. Yeah, so, so the other thing I remember from um, <coughs> Billy Strachan was he, was he was
0: opposed to making any notes or any underlining <laughs> in the scriptures because if, for him, every verse, he didn't want to obscure a preceding or a sort of following verse by, and I haven't kept to that one, no. Right, no I, <laughs> I, but, I, um, I can understand his point. It's amazing, really. Yeah. And he had this dog-eared um, Bible yeah. and he only ever used one version he was a great Bible teacher, and uh, you know, if you can find some recordings of Billy Strachan, you'll be greatly blessed. But he um, he only ever used the same Bible, so when it wore out, he'd have an identical, you know. Yes. So he knew where all knew the pages where everything was. Were. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: I'm, I'm in 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 this talk. I'm reminded of one Corinthians thirteen, yeah. you know, and what we've just been talking yeah. about, and the purity and sincerity mm-hmm. and. the and, and the way you hold the knowledge and the way it develops your love because you kn- you know what 1 Corinthians 13 says yeah. right? I can't remember let's read it let's, it. Read it. let's it's go not, to it
0: why not it's so it's, sort of, it's another one of those scriptures that just has so much depth to it um, and it's not too long no no they're just uh, the, the here we are. I I would say read up to verse 7 or verse 8 of uh, Love Never Ends.
1: Yeah. Uh, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, we talked about knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Derek talked about that. Mm. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Mm. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away.
0: Yep.
1: That's it. Mm. This is what Paul's talking about here yep. in, 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 in his prayer. Yes. That's the sort of love that, we,
0: yep. that we're after, that we very good She's
2: striving this. Yes. very good very good and then um we should hold our motives up before the lord yeah all the time in other words hold our hearts before the lord and invite the lord to purify our hearts mm. from the wrong motives because mm. whatever we do out of the wrong motive is well will not be rewarded in the end yeah yeah,
0: um, yeah i find um often in the psalms there is you know there's this sort of righteous indignation that rises up against things that are wrong. But then often David will, I'm thinking of Psalm 139 here, you know, mm-hmm. oh, that you would slay the wicked and then search me, oh God, and know yeah. my heart, test me. you know, And you know, it, it, yeah. See if there be any wicked way in me. See if there be any wrong motive or evil thoughts in yes. me. But even in, 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 you know, where you're calling
1: down judgment upon people, it's always... That they will know that you are God, yeah. and the implications of that—that that once they know that you are God, they will turn to
0: you. Yeah. Oh, that men would praise the Lord.
2: Yeah. We, we have to be honest as well, because that we have a predisposition to assume we're right. Yeah, you yes. know, or whether we're rightly motivated. Say yes. when we're feeling angry. Yeah, and 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 we do honestly have to realise that maybe it's coming from our flesh as it were so we need to kind of hold it up in a way with a view like he says to 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 approve to to test it yeah and say lord am i right in the way i'm Mm. judging this situation and be willing to be corrected by the lord you know but um that's i think paul is is praying yeah Uh, that's important Uh, and again until the day of christ Mm. In other words, we're, we're looking. That's our, the focus of our hope. We're looking to that day when we're going to stand before Jesus Christ, and yeah. in a sense, everything will be brought to the light. You know, all our all our works and all our motivations and all of that are going to be brought. You know, His eyes, like flames of fire, will will expose everything. Yeah. And so it's it's better to deal with our heart now. Uh, and and you know judge ourselves now, that, so that we will not be judged. Yeah. I don't mean the eternal condemnation. I just mean that we we will have sorted these things out before it. You know, it's in a more embarrassing way. Yeah, <laughs> so it's repeated, isn't it? Us. It's
0: first first six <coughs> talks about bring to completion the day of Jesus Christ, and it's repeated again here in verse ten. So this is, so is what Paul Christians
2: don't have so much now. You see, yeah. we talk about the rapture, but it, the day mm. of Christ. You know, people, we're, we're not so strong on on this hope aspect That's of right. of we're, we're focused on that day mm. when we're going to meet Jesus mm. when He returns, mm. and and that is a great motivator yeah. for us to uh, to yeah. be right yeah. with God. And uh, yeah.
0: and then you know, he sort of unwrapping it, so in verse 11, filled with the fruit of righteousness mm. um, that comes through Jesus Christ. So, um, you, you know, it, God's begun a good work. He, he's going to bring it to completion. Then a few more verses, um, uh, that you, the, you may be blameless. Uh, and then what, what, what is the detail of that? And yes. the detail is filled with the fruit of Righteousness. And I love that, of course... That You've got rep- to jump in here, John. Cause no, yeah. no, it's just- he's only one metre from me, you're two metres. <laughs> oh, the no, speed Derek, of sound
2: carry on. gets to yes. Derek first. Well, I'm just going to make the obvious yeah. point, first of all, that um, Galatians, you know, this yeah. is the same as Galatians 5, 22, yeah. 23. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, yeah. peace. Yeah. So he's being praying for love, and in a way the, the, it's the fruit yeah. Yeah. of love sh- being showed in our life. We receive the love from God, and it's the fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit yeah. of God in us will produce this love, joy, yeah. and peace. And here it is the fruits. So, in the one sense, it's the fruit, because it, they're all aspects of love in a way. But it's the fruits of righteousness. But yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I was going to make a very similar point. Yeah.
1: Um, clearly, you know, you refer to the, the fruit of the Spirit. And I, Derek made the point. I'd just like to emphasize it, because it, people talk about the fruits of the Spirit. It's not, yeah. it's one fruit. It's like, individual segments of an orange an orange is an orange and and has individual segments and this is very important but it is interesting that that here it's in the plural and it talks about the fruits of righteousness so taking all these individual components of the fruit of the Spirit Mm. they are indivisible Mm. and 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 but they will in themselves produce fruits is not quite the same and, 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 and but what's the exact wording here let me just get it right um, filled. filled with the fruits of righteousness
2: yeah. okay so it's one fruit but many flavors yes,
0: <laughs> yes. yeah and also it's sort of um, as as it were it, it's it's paralleling the that's um, the good work that the fruit is the completion mm. it yes. says that it will bring you to completion Mm. yes so we 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 are planted you know as it were some psalm, psalm one by streams of living water you know the the, the nutrients of god's word and and the, the gospel is is and the spirit is as it were flowing through us the sap is is going through we're growing up into maturity and then the fruits yes of, of all of that all of, of that good work that presents. god is doing yes. within us and it's all part of this
1: process of sanctification and, and, and mm-hmm. of course that won't be completed until yeah. the day of Christ but it w- there will be, one hopes, steady improvement, yeah. uh, steadily uh, increasing fruits mm-hmm. of righteousness but they are all, it says here, they're not out of our own works, they're not out of our own effort. There is a degree of mm-hmm. self-effort because we have to apply ourselves to the Word of God mm-hmm. and allow the Word of God to work in us which will change us. Yeah. So we, it isn't effortless. But it is hugely rewarding, and it is all by Jesus Christ, it says here. You so he, know
0: them by their fruits.
1: You know them by their fruits. So we have to apply ourselves and allow Him to grow us
2: into, into what He's
1: called us to be individually.
2: That word righteousness, I think, is yeah. important. Very here, important. Because, and it comes up later in Philippians 3. He talks about the righteousness which is from God. Yeah. Because the word righteousness can have two or three different meanings in mm-hmm. the scripture. Yeah. Of course, there is the external righteousness of Christ, the Im- imputed righteousness when we believe yeah. his righteousness is applied to us. That's like a legal word that mm-hmm. we have that right standing with God. And I often see it sort of in, an interplay between
0: righteousness and just being justified, you know, as you say, a right place with God. Yes,
2: and that's righteous, you're justified. That's foundational to everything. Yeah. And that's, in a sense, outside of us. That's just us accepting that legal righteousness that Christ has provided. But clearly, that's not what is being talked about here. There is also imparted righteousness, which is like through the new birth and the grace of God. I would describe it as the righteous life of Christ. Again, it's still the righteousness Mm. that comes from Christ. Not the imputed righteousness, behavior. the imparted righteousness. No, okay. that's the third one, okay. you yep. see, because the, the, it's the righteous life of Christ. You know, it says Christ is our life, mm. and his life is a righteous life. Mm. You know, people who are saying, you know, we're under grace. Mm. Well, if you are under grace, you are under the power of a righteous life, and that will produce righteous works in your life. So don't tell me you're under grace if you're living like the world. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. living under grace. Put it that way. Um, so it, when it talks about blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, yeah. they are wanting the life of Christ mm. to flow through them, the righteous life of Christ. Yeah. And if you if you surrender to the righteous life of Christ, we call it the grace of God as well, mm. then that will produce righteous works in your life. Which so that's the, that's the third aspect is Very the fruit. Of that righteousness, yeah. the fruit of righteousness, is is that righteous life. Yeah. So yeah. I see three levels there. We're learning a lot, aren't we, John? Yeah, sitting I'm sitting here, you know. sit here listening to Derek. Or quite, I'm
0: enjoying it. I, I think it's it's lovely to break down yes. what's what the meaning are meaning is between these words. Yes. You know, often when I read righteous, you know, uh, uh, when well one version it will say the righteous will live by faith, and then in another version it says the just will live by faith. So I've often reflected on. On what, what it means to be justified. And we are righteous because it's imputed. It's, it's yes. you know, and then we live by faith. And then the obedience that comes from faith, so the righteous living that comes from faith. And then we're justified by faith um, or we're made righteous by faith. I think that it, should be translated
2: the righteous by faith shall live by faith.
0: Yeah, that's, you've said it in, in one sentence. I love that. Yes, and the the, 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 Hebrew, grace. the Hebrew understanding of that,
1: which I think is insightful, is that the just shall live by faithfulness to their God. Mm. And I, I think that's a nuance which is often mm. missed. Mm. Um, being faith- is that in the David Stern? No, no, no. Most Bible notes, if you, yeah. the notes it, it, if you look at the, well, the Habakkuk, course. this faithfulness, yeah. it, often there's a note under... Uh, into the even you know, when you look at it in Habakkuk, it yeah. says that in yes. the just And I picked it also up in a Jewish Bible. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's good. It, oh, it yeah Faith a involves a loyalty to God, good. isn't it? A loyalty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the right, I, it's a wonderful phrase, this, because it's, it's the righteousness by Jesus Christ. So it's not our own righteousness. We do not generate this righteous no, life. That's right. Th- there is this life, there's this river, if you like, yeah. of grace. That if we sur- if we try and generate our own righteousness, yeah. we're we're just exactly. self righteous, you know. But we realize when we're born again, we have access to the righteous life of yeah. Christ, that is by Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And th- if we live under that righteousness, we live under grace. We will produce the fruits of righteousness, Very good. which is you know the good works and the and the the, de- okay. the outward. demonstration of that.
0: Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, Um, uh, through uh, whom we have, I think, the grace in which we stand. Access to the grace of It's it's
2: sort of um, completely fitted in. justification by faith is the foundation. That gives us access to the the grace grace in which we now stand. Which is the actual righteousness of Christ, the the life of Christ that, that then can transform us and produce fruit and And the ultimate choice in the glory and we rejoice yeah Yeah. carry on the ultimate no well that the and of course he says its ultimate thing is to the glory and praise of god that's right so that's the ultimate motive Mm. should be (laughs) yeah to glorify god because in john 15 didn't he he says like you talked about the Mm. the sap flowing through us you're i'm the vine you're the branches Uh, the sap flowing through us produces the fruit but then jesus said you know it's it's the Father's will that you bear much fruit, that you may glorify the Father. Something like that, isn't mm-hmm. it? That the mm-hmm. Father is glorified through us bearing fruit. Yeah. So this fruit bearing is important mm. because it's to the glory and praise of God. How do we glorify God? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. It is by bearing this fruit, by letting his righteousness mm. fill our souls and, and, and form our lives. Mm that we'll end up giving glory to God. And uh, if we live our own legalistic life that might look very immoral, but it's coming from us, we're not glorifying God. No. We might be glorifying ourselves. We, we might look That's good, fine. That's fine. but it doesn't glorify God because it's our works. It's not his work. Yeah. So we've got to let him do his work in us. Then it will be to his glory because in the end, That's right. he's just doing it through me. Wonderful. This is
1: why the knowledge and discernment is so important. It, exactly. If you don't know these things, right. how, how can you possibly bear the bear the fruit? Yeah. It, it it's it's so important, mm-hmm. and Christians generally are so ignorant. And I, I, it's again, tragic. I and mean, not just it's Christians,
0: the whole wider world yes. is living on the
1: surface. That's right. Mm. But with this knowledge, and and knowing that the Lord is at work within us. And, and not suppressing that, it, it, it will inevitably cause these fruits, but it's he that does it. But if you keep putting the lid on him mm. through ignorance, mm. um, how could it ever bear fruit?
0: Yeah. Tragic. Yeah, it's mm. very, very, it's very deep. Sometimes you have to just sit and weigh these yes. things up That's yes. we're here for his glory. Yes. And this is our hope, because mm. there is no hope if if it's just for us to make a name for ourselves no. that, you know, as you know, reputation is an idol and most false imposition, oft got without merit and lost without deserving. <laughs> and people that go for, oh, I make a name and I'm in the newspaper or I can become prime minister or, you know, and I can, I don't know, have, have my name on, on the plaque in the British Museum. So what? Yes. It's, there's no, ultimately, there's nothing in that.
2: There is no, no glory there. No. It's and empty. You can't bear the fruit. I've, I've come to see that there's two things that, you know, for the river of God to really flow through us, or the sap mm. to flow through us, there's, there's two issues, really. One is faith, one is love, you know. Mm. First of all, we have to, in a sense, know that we can't do it ourselves. So we have to, by faith, totally trust in the grace of God. Anything good in my life is because of the grace of God, and I'm trusting in the grace of God. But the other thing is love, which is loving god that i i do this because i love god i want him to be glorified through me mm-hmm. and and that often is is a missing component you know in our weakness we're trusting god but why do we want god to flow through us in the end it, if we do it for the glory of god because we love god then the river will flow very easily through us mm-hmm. if half of our heart is for myself glory that will actually block the grace of God yeah. flowing through us. Yeah. Um, block the fruits, it will block. So yes. The more yeah. we can adjust ourselves that we're doing this for the glory of God, that is the excellent motive yeah. Yeah. Here that he's saying, um, yeah. the glory of God, then it will be easier, easy to flow in the spirit. In a, yeah. I think it's, it's the motivation is the key thing. Right. If our motivation is the glory of God, and we need to ask him to help us with
0: it. I was going to say the motivation comes from him. Yeah. So the in faith the end, comes from God's him. Some, We're yeah. filled with the fruit of righteousness. That comes from him. It's that acknowledgement that it all comes from him. Yes. Yeah. All things come from you, and of your own do we give you. Is, Interestingly, is in it's not only to the glory of God. Yeah. I mean, that would be enough. Yeah. Yes. But it's to the
1: glory and praise of God mm. Mm. that there's something in this glory this manifestation of the glory of god which will cause men to praise yes, him yeah. yes um it's such a it's so pure and so there could be it yeah. can't be perverted by
0: man's ambition you it, it, it,
1: it just quench so, spirit so in
0: our last 10 minutes as we have done in in a few bible studies uh let's let's unpack what is the glory of god and take, take it through the Scriptures, What people, people were think, OK, if this is our final objective, mm-hmm. what is the glory of God? I think I need notice. Yeah, no, yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> they, but that's why we're here. I'm sure Derek, they're, yes. De- I think for me, it's, it's, it is... Um, well, I, I'll ask Derek first. No, you go first. <laughs> All right, great, OK. So the glory of God, <laughs> yes. it, it, we have it through the Scriptures. It's the presence, the manifest presence of God, the Shekinah glory we talk about. They came through so so from that for me the the first incident is there where you have the 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 flashing sword um that actually blocks sinful adam and eve from access to the tree of life it's 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 there it appears and through the old testament you have the 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 shekinah glory appearing god's presence god's holiness this something which is just higher and beyond. Um, You you have it there at the Ten ten Commandments being given. You have it there at the burning bush, the presence of God, something that's so holy. Take your shoes off, take off what you've manufactured. You're in God's presence. It's not something that's material that, you know, wood, hay and stubble. You know, it's not going to be eaten by moths. It's not going to rust. It's something that is eternal and it is God's presence. And we see it on occasions, but how do you define it? This is what we're struggling with. So in Ezekiel, you have this manifestation of the glory of God going into the the temple and departing from the temple in chapter 11. I think it is that there, there is something that we have tried to, you know, to we tr- we not necessarily we've tried it's appeared at at moments there on the mount of transfiguration it's there where you know, and, and then peter tries to contain it so that's why i tried to say don't yes. say. we're not trying as soon as we try to contain it it's beyond us yes but it- the hope of the glory. You said faith and love are important. Yes. These three remain, faith, hope and love. It's what what is it that we we have the hope in the glory. Well, of I God. suppose that uh, also we get a clue. I can't do it in words, but I'm doing I'm just no, saying you can't, it just so that you can You can't can do it in words. it's something
1: that's so pure, it's beyond yeah. our comprehension and 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 because it's so pure, it manifests itself in again in in clouds and flames yeah. and and yeah. and in visions like the vision that Ezekiel had, which is, yeah. and you I, as you read that a vision, uh, the vision in in the early chapters of Ezekiel, you realise that the poor man really doesn't have the words to describe it. No. He's struggling, yeah. uh, and it it is beyond our comprehension. But we we get a little feel for it in 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 that phrase in Romans three, is it where or five, three I think, where all have sinned and fallen yeah. short of three, the glory of God. Yeah. So we've all fallen short mm-hmm. every single man has fallen short mm-hmm. of the glory of god so it's something way beyond us way bits of purity yes and a holiness and a, it's all these things mm-hmm. and and it does have a physical manifestation mm. and i think perhaps it manifests itself as pure light
2: mm. i think manifestation is the key mm. word because mm. you both used it yeah. the, i mean god is spirit
0: yeah
2: and and the glory is the manifestation mm of God, mm. or, or of God's love. Yeah. Manifestation you know,
0: meaning that's the ghost, reve- revelation, yeah, the,
2: ex- uh, the appearance. Yeah, manifestation yeah. and it, I think that's what it is. It's the manifestation of his love, it's the mm. manifestation of his presence. Mm. Um, in other words, he's always present but his mm. presence is manifested mm. in, different, mm. in different ways. And, mm. But it goes right back to the core of man's being because we are created to be His image or His images. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we are not created to be our own glory Mm -hmm. or to glorify ourselves as if we were God. Mm -hmm. We were created, as it were, to receive His presence and and to shine it out, to manifest it. We all manifest God's presence in different ways Mm -hmm. through the different abilities He's given us, but we are meant to shine His light. So the very Core reason for our being is to glorify God rather than to ourselves and so we receive of his grace, and that grace in a sense manifests mm-hmm. you know and and so all have sinned that the, the essence of sin is we have sinned and we fall short of the glory of God because through our sin we are no longer shining the glory of God yeah. we are substituting it with our own mm. glory. Yeah. And, and so the glory, we are not manifesting the love of God. So we, I know we tend to think of the glory of God as the Shekinah, but that's yeah. just one aspect of that's it. Right. For yeah. instance, you know, when you truly allow God's love to fill your heart yeah. and you love your wife, yeah. right? That's the glory of God mm. shining through you, you see. But because of sin, we fall short yeah. of doing that, which yeah. is imaging God. which is actually making God, imaging him, making him real and manifest. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: Yes, so um, we're in our last couple of minutes. I'm pleased I brought that one up. (laughs) Uh, there's um, There's a line from a hymn, and I don't know who wrote it, but and how shall I whose native sphere is dark, whose mind is dim, before the ineffable appear, and on my naked spirit bear the uncreated beam? Mm. Uh, and how shall I, whose native sphere is dark, whose mind is dim, before the ineffable, the inexpressible, the impossible to put into words, before the ineffable appears? And on my naked spirit, in other words, everything stripped away, on my naked spirit, bare, mm. the uncreated beam. This is a God in, in, in his ineffable beauty, um, and presence and light, as you said, pure light, um, is, is reaching down into humanity. He, he's, that's chapter two of Philippians, by the way. Yes. But this is wonderful. Yeah. We've tried to just open this up,
2: but you're right, it's not just the Shekinah, it's, it's expressed that's within chapter us. Chapter two, verse 15 talks about uh, that we're in this dark world and we are to shine yeah. as stars, shine as lights in the world. That's the gl- when we, when you, spoiler share and the, when you share the gospel, spoiler you and are glorifying God. Exactly, absolutely,
0: the yeah, fantastic. The, the music's um, started, so we'll see you next week. Hope you're getting the same feel we are, that we are—that there's something special ahead. I look forward to seeing you next week.